Let's talk about debt, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about debt. Okay, well, here we are back, but um, this is going to be a different episode because we talk so much about debt, yeah, and that's one component of our lives. Yes. But one that I actually love just as much is business. <laughs> yes. And I love brainstorming business ideas and almost to a fault, I think, my whole life, I enjoy helping someone else bring something to fruition probably more than I do (laughs) my own because maybe it's because I know it's someone else's. Yeah. So I thought we could discuss like throughout our history of even being married, we've had so many business ideas. Mm -hmm. And maybe we could even talk a little bit about some of them that we never really launched, but they were just (laughs) funny ideas, which I can think of a few. I hope it's not the one I'm thinking of. (laughs) I really hope you do not go there. That's my favorite. No. Let's just let's just not. Oh, I'm going to. <laughs> but before I tell the world about my business idea I never did, not that one. I know what you're thinking now. But I might. I might. Uh, um, I think that we I, I'd love to share with people how our brains function when we have an idea. And like what we typically do when we sit down with someone who comes to us, because we get this quite a bit where people say, I have this idea. Can you help us? Yeah. Can you help me? like bring it to life. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, you you share, like, how do you, I, I know you don't love that process as much as I love it. Yeah. But. I mean, I, I love, um, I love creating. I love building. Um, I love putting pieces of the puzzle together. Um, but there, there's another big component of of business creation, and that's managing it once you built it. <laughs> that is not my favorite part. Um, I mm. like to build them and um, and set them sale, uh, you know, or set them for sale. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. I think that you like to build to yeah. sell. Yeah, I do. Um, I I really like the creative process. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the artist in me. I love I love the artistic part of creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, um, you know, the, uh, we do have a lot of ideas and I think that I'm much more cautious than you are. Um, uh, you think you, I'm risky? You, I'm talking about in, in your creative process. You, you know, uh, I believe at my core that everyone has something inside of them, a purpose mm-hmm. that they were born and they were created to do. Mm-hmm. that solves the problem, right? And it's like a seed that is inside of them. And there is, there is a miracle. There is a, a project. There is a, a business or an idea, um, a creative process that's inside of every human being that they were born to do something that only they were born to do. And um, I heard a man, uh, Miles Monroe, say it this way, the graveyard's full of people that never discovered what that purpose was. Mm. And that's a sad thought, you know? And so in the, in the creation process, I think that a lot of times, even if I have something that comes to me, uh, I, I kind of uh, test it to see if it's for me, you know? Um, and 
Like you what kind love, of test? You love the ideas. And I mean, I can think of so many dinners we've gone to with friends. And by the end of dinner, you have a whole business plan <laughs> I laid love out. Um, someone could say one thing and you're just mm-hmm. like, Vroom, and I'm just eating, listening, um, and shaking my head sometimes. <laughs> like, this is insane. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. But totally. um, the test, you said what kind of test? Yeah. The test um, for me is asking the question, Is does it line up with my purpose? And so I think once we determine what our purpose in this world is, mm-hmm. then every decision after that gets easier and easier. Uh, so our yeses and our nos get easier once we, once we have determined what our purpose is. Mm-hmm. By looking inwardly, by the way, the answer is inside of us. It's not out there somewhere. Right. You know, the seed doesn't look to the forest to see what it should become. Mm-hmm. The seed is what it is inside of itself already. Mm-hmm. And so that is takes time and seeking with the Lord, with Holy Spirit to find out what is inside of me already. Bring it to my bring it to my attention. And um, and then it's a lot easier to say when these when these visions come. People say all the time, you know, Ryan, you say, you know, God talks to you. And it's like, I, I don't, that, I'm not trying to be religious or like something um, on the high mountain. You know, uh, have you ever had an idea before that just keeps coming back to you and coming back to you and coming back to you? Guess what? God's spoken to you too. Um, and so those are the ideas, the ones that just keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back that I believe that's the type of testing I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. See, was this a one and done? Was this something that was a good idea, but maybe for someone else? Because there's a difference between the right thing and the good thing. Right. Um, and I've heard it said, the biggest enemy of the right thing is the good thing. You know? Right. Because I can It'll be doing a good you. thing, but it's not the righteous thing, mm-hmm. or it's not the right thing for me and my purpose in life. So that's the kind of testing process I go through. Earlier in my life, Everything was allowed to come in. Everything was allowed to come in. You would try any idea you had. It's like every good idea was intended for me, you know. And um, and I just I don't process it that way anymore. But you know, I I, you have so much fun with the business process, and that's what I've always admired about you is you can get idea and you're an executor too. So you know, like, what's your favorite part of the whole process? I like the marketing piece of it. Like mm-hmm. I like to figure out how is it going to be presented to the world mm-hmm. and how is it going to wow people? Yeah. Like what's going to be so different about what it is that you're doing and mm-hmm. why would people come to you over someone else? So mm-hmm. like I can remember probably my favorite, I'm going to share one of one of the ideas. Um, I had the, this whole idea around catching your husband or wife if they're cheating on you. Okay. <laughs> I remember this one. It's when like, Facebook just came out and all these things had just come out to where people would go on and see people they went to high school with and yada, yada, yada. And so it was like, okay, I'm going to figure out how to make money doing this. (laughs) So I came up with this name and it was called Bait Your Mate. First of all, that's not even the good part. The, The actual logo was like a bee with a fishing hook on it with the wedding rings on it. And so what I, did, I don't company, think I ever knew you went to logo stage oh, of this idea. I still have it if oh, you want to see it. No, I'm, I'm good. And so what this company would do is we would go in and see if your significant other or spouse were cheating on uh-huh. you. 
by creating profiles and send it. And you could pay a certain amount. And we'd even set up to meet him for dinner. Are, are you doing you. a commercial no, here? No, but okay. I never, I never <laughs> launched this, by the way. But this is one of these ideas that probably wasn't in alignment with my purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'm not even sure that's on the good. <laughs> you know, I mean, this, this but, one's out there. But it's that process. It's yeah. that process for me of like taking something and finding a catchy name and a... Mm-hmm. And the tagline and like mm-hmm. the colors and the website. And, you know, for me, I feel like that that comes really easy for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and more so for other people. Because I think that, you know, God gives some of us gifts that we can look at other people and see them the way he sees them. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when I encounter people, I can see giftings in them that they can't even see in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I'm grateful for that because, you know, I always want to leave people when they walk away from me feeling 10 times better than when they first encountered me. Unless it's the mate that you just baited. Right. Okay. Well, okay, yeah. they deserve to feel bad. <laughs> yeah. But for those who are coming to me and they don't know, like I've, I've had this happen. You know, people will say, I really want to start a business, but I'm, I honestly, I don't even know what I would do. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I ask them is, well, what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. What do you enjoy doing? Yeah. What's your passion? What do you, what do you like to do? What do you mm-hmm. find yourself doing when you have free time? Mm, that's good. And most of the time when they tell me that, then I'll say, okay, well, come show me. Mm. Come to my house and show me what it is you like to do. Or if, you know, if it's organizing or whatever it is. Yeah. And then most of the time, once I see what they love to do then I can say, okay, well, if I need it, right? So will everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so it begins. And I think sometimes it's just extracting that from people and showing them that even though they don't think it's a big deal, Mm -hmm. it's a huge deal to people who aren't gifted that way. Yeah, that's that's actually a great confirmation for what I said earlier about the idea of the business isn't out there somewhere. Right. Right. It's not, it's not out there and I have to go find it. Right. The the idea is inside of you all along. And sometimes it's embedded in what you're already passionate about. Right. Um, the second thing that's really important in the creative process is what problem are you solving? Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, people will utilize a service or a good um, that solves a problem for them, right. right? That's where they that's where they determine value. And so that's when you're able to sell your good or service because it's solving a problem mm-hmm. that someone deems valuable. And um, so that is the magic potion is when the passion meets the problem solved, mm-hmm. right? And um, I love that about the organizing because, you know, they're, you're, you're, kind of an organizer, cleaner. and Yeah, but not like this person was. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I love to be organized, yeah. but she took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah. And so by the time she got done with things, I was like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is like a service. Yeah, it's a service, right? right. And, and you saw that she was passionate about it. Right. And then at the end of the day, um, it, it was like, hey, if this helped me, there's probably other people this could help. Totally. And, and so why not build build a brand around it and build some processes. That's right. You know, I think that's where a lot of people um, get hung up sometimes. It seems like such a mountain to move. Mm -hmm. 
you know, to launch a business seems like such a mountain to move. And oh my gosh, I'm not ready for that. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the. I'm this. not qualified. I'm they, not qualified. Sometimes they feel they're just not qualified because they, they didn't go to business school. Which, right. by the way, I didn't either. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I just recently. Yeah, I did it backwards. You did though. You went yeah. to college. You got a degree in economics. Yeah, a business degree does not qualify That's you right. or disqualify you for starting a business. I know some very very wealthy people. Um, that uh, never even graduated high school, mm-hmm. you know, but they had a passion and, and they, they had have a purpose and grit. And then they had grit and mm-hmm. then they had a plan. And I think that's one of the main, main keys is starting small. You know, um, it doesn't mean, you know, I'm thinking of this air conditioning man I just met recently, Bob, and he is not your average air conditioning man. You know, he was from the streets of, of Philadelphia. Um, and he got his he got his air conditioning uh, licensing HVAC, and um, now in his sixties he runs a, a triple digit million dollar air conditioning biz- business with a fresh fleet of million dollars worth of trucks every year. And uh, you know what he did? He just had he had grit, determination, and he started he started with a tool bag. That's awesome. You know, he started with a tool bag. Mm-hmm. That's just not him. a lot. Like he just was him. the guy. Yeah, just him telling people he worked on air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Now he's like the biggest supplier of commercial air conditioning systems to United States government, Apple, Amazon, wow. and it's just like really. I mean, that is the type. That's the type of dream that's inside of every single person if we'll look for it. But like him, you have to start somewhere. You have to and start I, somewhere. You know what? That actually, I love that topic because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who have this vision of being a business owner and they have this idea, but they're not willing to get in the trenches with the team, mm. right? Yeah. Because that's one component. Having the idea and the vision and being able to pro form it out and put it out. Mm-hmm. But unless you can get in the trenches mm-hmm. with your team mm. and work and learn the processes yeah. as well as they are, well, you have to do it first. You have to prove it works. Right. Right? But there's so many people that'll just hire for the roles and never even consider, is this even a viable mm-hmm. business? They'll right. plug all these people in. They'll get a loan, which mm-hmm. I hate. Um, and then they'll, you know what? They'll waste their money on the wrong things and mm-hmm. not even knowing if it's going to work or not. Yeah. I mean, that that brings another good point. I think a lot of people think that, you know, the essence of starting a business is, um getting a name, getting their logo done, getting well, business cards. I, uh, I do like the know, name and logo go, part. Go, I, you love it, but that's branding. Totally. But that has nothing to do with business, no. really. The actual operational side of the business. No. Um, you know, I'm going to go and form my LLC. I'm going to get my ch- uh, bank account open. Let me tell you, that is the fun part of starting yeah. a business. But at the end of the day, <laughs> in my opinion, the number one question you have to ask yourself is, can you make the phone ring? Because the number one <laughs> most important part of the business is the marketing piece. This reminds me yeah. of a moment we had in our lives. Okay. I know you're going to remember this. Okay. When we were in the mortgage business and it all tanked, right? Yeah. Remember, they closed it down and we had our broker's license. Mm. And so you're like, you know what? We're going to open our own brokerage. Yes. Right? Yes. Even if we do a few deals, mm-hmm. it's better. Yep. Do you remember... We did. Yeah. We set up the LLC. We yep, got the name mortgage. Backwater Mortgage. Yeah. We got the prettiest office. Oh, space. we went. We went and spent like five grand on office furniture. <laughs> the best office space in downtown Bradenton. And, you, and so we got it all set up. Uh-huh. We're sitting in the office, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, and I said, okay, now what? <laughs> and we're in business. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> There's but, just no one here. But that's what most people do. I know. Including us. Yeah, it's kind of backwards. You and know? we sit there and you know the irony of all yeah. of that now that I'm talking out loud? Yeah. The first client we ever had yeah. ended up being our lawn guy. Yeah. 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 Well, he ended up being our lawn guy later in life. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So we we ended up doing a mortgage for him. And then one day I was pricing out lawn guys and he showed up at the house to bid <laughs> yeah. out the job. I'm like, I recognize him. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that brings up a good point. Actually, I, I think in this day and age, when I think of a business idea, I yeah. start in reverse. I actually ask myself first, can I make the phone ring? You know, can I get someone to inquire about this business? Because you don't need an LLC. You don't need an office. Well, you don't need furniture. That. You don't need any of that to put your concept out there in the ether mm-hmm. and see if you can drive a lead. Because without lead, you're dead in the water. So why spend 15, 20 grand setting up business infrastructure for something that you don't have a clue how to market. Yeah. So if I can go out and generate some leads, that's the starting point. Mm-hmm. That's not the ending point. And then you say, when the phone starts ringing, you're like, dang, I better get my act together. I need to get an LLC. I better open a checking account. I don't even have a place to put these checks. Totally. Right? And all that, all that's the easy part, especially once you start having a lead funnel. Yeah, I think it's hard though, because my the way my brain functions, I would feel so unorganized if I approached it like that, mm-hmm. where I'm more of like, I have to make sure it's presented out to the world in a manner that's conducive. It has my DNA, like mm-hmm. it's Amber mm-hmm. through and through, but you're right. Yeah. And I've seen it happen. And I know the marketing piece is the most important piece when it comes to driving leads. Mm-hmm. Like you better have that nailed down. And I think Connor, our son, mm-hmm. is a great example of that at 15 I mean, he's been doing something for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And he just said yesterday, last night at dinner, remember, he's like, you know, maybe I should open an LLC. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh, it's, I think we have this notion of being in business and, you know, it's actually, it's actually ego driven. Mm-hmm. We want, we want to be in business. We want to yeah. have the business card. We want to have the title president or CEO. I don't care about we, titles, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, that's, that's it's embedded somewhere in that whole process. Ego, Ego is embedded somewhere mm. in that process where if you're really looking at this from a holistic, organic approach to starting a business, see if you can get some customers. Yeah. See if you can get some customers and then everything else can be retrofitted. Mm-hmm. And um, not only can be retrofitted, it can be done very quickly. No, that's good. You can be up and running with, and you can make money for quite a while without any of the other stuff. Yeah. Um, so I I think that's, that's probably one of my biggest things <clears throat> I've learned over 20 years of starting and closing and starting and selling businesses mm-hmm. is, hey, priority number one, does anybody care about this as much as I do? Right. Does anybody think this is as valuable as I think it is? Yeah. Because if the answer is no, guess what? We got a party of one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so we true. better test that first. Right. And doing market research, I think, mm-hmm. is really great to see what competitors are already in the market doing what it is you want to do, if mm-hmm. any. Yeah. Right. I know when I launched Jackie, I wasn't even sure I was going to launch Jackie. It was going to be Chatterbox. Give all your girlfriends something to talk about. Yeah. You know, I had this whole thing. And then my branding company's like, eh, that doesn't sound like you. Mm-hmm. Like chatterboxes have like this negative connotation. You don't right. want to be a chatterbox. Mm-hmm. But I remember going through that process and thinking to myself, am I the only one that 
does not connect with all those other box subscription companies out there. And you're like, mm-hmm. no, I'm sure if you if you don't connect, there's going to be tons of other right. you know, females who are running businesses who want this type of service. Mm-hmm. And even when I launched it, I was like, even if this is just for me, I'm fine with it. Right. And I couldn't believe the response. There are multiple women like myself who really want hiring clothing mm-hmm. delivered to their door. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, to your point, yeah. Right. I tested it out, and sure enough, it was a way better response than what I thought. Mm. Um, that there was a need. Yeah. Right. There was a gaping hole in the industry of box subscription for women. So I think that's what you're speaking to when you say make sure that what you're creating, people actually want and need out there. Yeah, and it you know it's it's taken me time to learn that lesson the hard way because not every business that I've started has worked. And I think uh, when I when I reflect back on to the breakdown, mm-hmm. a lot of times I did not do the market research necessary to determine what's the demand for this product. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great, but there I was, party of one, and while money was clinking out the door. So it's really a business in and of itself is is valued mm-hmm. by the number of people that it solves a problem for. Okay, so if you look at Amazon, it solves a huge problem, right? Delivery, convenience of things that we all need right Mm -hmm. to our doorstep in a timely manner. How many people does that help? Globally, billions. So it's no wonder it's a trillion-dollar company. Right. Right? And um, I saw a sign yesterday for for. Dremeling, uh, dremeling uh, dogs' nails and and teeth. Okay, how many people does that solve a problem for? Well, you know, maybe maybe a hundred, maybe two hundred. So the value is going to be limited by the number of people. The big the big breakthrough as far as going from kind of mom and pop triple digits or seven digit valuation to a billion dollar valuation is how many people does it help? How many mm-hmm. people value this problem that I'm, how many people have this problem that I'm solving? Yeah. You know, and so I've had, I've had to kind of recalibrate on how I approach or look at, at any business um, from that perspective as well. Well, and I'd even take it a step further because I know we've been in business with other partners mm-hmm. who have taken the run on something or managed something where our money was in it, but we didn't understand it. Mm. I'll never do that again. No. Gas stations. I think that, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Gas stations, yeah. But more importantly, I think Mm -hmm. what it taught me is don't go into a business that you know nothing about. Don't put your money and partner with someone who you are not 100% familiar with what the business is and Mm -hmm. how you're making money. Yeah. That reminds me of a friend of mine from Texas. He was a mentor and um, rare coin dealer. And and, um, when I told him that we were buying a string of gas stations— um, he was just sitting there shaking his head. And I was so proud. He's from Texas. He, he was an oil man too. And, um, and he's like, how much do you know about the gas business? And I'm like, well, I don't know anything about it. He's like, don't ever invest in anything you don't understand. And if you, if you, don't, agree more. If you don't understand it, then you, should, you have no business That's doing good. it. And so, um, you know, we ended up losing, losing our shirt in that deal. Yeah. And um, it, was not, it was not a pleasant experience. I think we proformed that business out to make a hundred grand a month yeah. net. Right. And it ended up losing about 75,000 a month. Yeah. Um, that's what we were putting back into the company um, for almost for almost the year that we owned them before we handed the keys back. Right. So not every story is um 
is uh, champagne and lollipops. Right. Well, right? and that's important to share because yeah. we, you know we learn with our mistakes. You but have I to. think from the outside, the world would look and say, "Oh, everything they touch turns to gold." That's not true. Mm. We've had failures, absolutely, and we've had things we've never launched. And since mm-hmm. I promised that I would share my best, my best tagline and name ever, mm. I do have to do that before we close. Okay, I mean, um, embrace yourself. <laughs> so I have always been fascinated with midgets. I've told you this. Like, I don't know what it is. I went to the You're fair. Really I saw there. a midget. They had him set up. You get a ticket to go in and see. I'm like fascinated. I wanted to have one sitting on my shelf. Like, oh, I'm man. obsessed. The shelf. So I came so up creepy. with this idea to actually help them. <sighs> and basically... The company, you could rent them out for parties. Like, wouldn't it be nice to have them going around with coffee? People. Serving you these people. Like, they're just unique. You don't Uh forget about Uh them. They're nice. They're great. They have a unique... Like, you wouldn't forget about them. Yeah, I hope you see I'm squirming over here. Okay, but listen to the name. Are you ready? Uh, 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 Yeah, I probably tried to suppress this memory. (laughs) Short-staffed. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) You can rent them for anything, for any reason. And it employs them. It employs these little people Uh for... Things that you would need. Well, and you know that shelf where you wanted to put them? Go ahead and keep this idea up on that I'm shelf. I'm telling okay? you. I'm not, one day. And, uh, one day. Okay. Just make, so make, it just make goes sure show, I'm no longer here. It just goes to show. Like yeah. we bounce eat things off each other. Yes. And I share, even though yeah. I have crazy ideas sometimes. But mm. I think just really having a voice of reason in your life when you do have business ideas too. Yeah. To kind of play the tape the whole uh, it way is. through. It's good. It's good. It's good to have a it's good to have someone to bounce things off of and and see. And I, you know, I think one of the bigger takeaways too is don't be afraid to fail. Right. And the 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 hardest mm-hmm. part's just getting started. Totally. You know, just taking the first step because I can almost guarantee you what you think it'll look the business will yep. look like and what it ends up looking like Completely is two different, different things anyway. Mm-hmm. So just take the first step in faith. Yep. knowing that all things are going to work out for your good. That's right. As 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 you're stepping out to help others solve a problem and it'll all work out fine. You Especially know? if you're walking it out in your purpose. Walking it right? out in your purpose. So if you've already gone through and done what you said at the beginning, which yeah. is identify what your purpose is and know mm-hmm. what that is, mm-hmm. then you're not going to fail. Like I always say, if God's behind me, who's who can be against me? Right. You know, and I always look forward. You cannot be a Debbie Downer in business. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, I can't be around Debbie Downers in business. There is like literally failure is not an option and that's the way I charge every single day. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just important that if you're walking in your purpose, you're committed to what it is you're launching, you've done the due mm-hmm. diligence, the market research, then you press forward and mm-hmm. you know that it's going to take two to three years probably mm-hmm. to get it to where it's functioning. But guess mm-hmm. what? I can't think of a better way to earn more income than running your own business. I agree. And but, everybody has one in them. Every human being has something special in them that is their intended purpose in this world. Right. And our goal is that that graveyard doesn't keep getting filled with people that never figured out what their purpose was. And you can be one of two people in life. You can make someone else money or you can make your own money. Mm -hmm. I like it. That's it. it. That's good. So hopefully we uh, speak to those who have ideas out there. If you want to know anything further or how to chat with us, if you have an idea, mm-hmm. you can always reach out to us do actually on the website. Clarity call. Do a clarity call. We can connect you um, with Ryan or myself. 
to help with any business coaching, building your business, or even bringing us in to, for consulting. I know yeah, I, I love doing that. Yeah, so, that's one of favorite favorite things to do. All right. We're a good tag team too. We are a good team. 